Welcome to the Dawson D Show. Two great mates striving to improve in all areas of their lives. The podcast is designed to empower everyday humans just like us who want to add more joy, energy and happiness into their daily lives. Sharing our real life experiences and everyday struggles, relating to them in a personal way. Expect uncensored stories, plenty of laughs and tips and tricks to inspire you on your own journey. Now, let's go balls deep. How are you feeling, mate? Really good, mate. Today's been a really nice morning. It has. I'm feeling quite um, sustained after that nice latte. It was very nice, wasn't it? It was. We had a nice little catch-up and got to chew the fat for a bit. We uh, have a new coffee shop. Yeah, new coffee shop. In a new area, so that's good. Yeah, which is nice. So, feeling ready for today. And today is, you know, all about, well, you, everyone listening would know, we talk a lot about... Oh, I'm just getting my notes up. Sorry, D. Um, okay, we talk a lot about wanting to find happiness and you know what we need to do to find happiness the expectation from everyone else around us of what happiness is and I guess judging yourself on where you are currently at and and maybe feeling like you're a bit behind to you D like what's what's today all about why have we kind of come up with this topic you came up with the question what should we quit doing to gain a happier life which is sort of the topic for today and then we've got some subheadings underneath so we've got you know happiness in life what is it it's sort of a little bit of a recap of what we've spoken about before and we've got some more questions so one of them being is our perception of other people's happiness distorted what do we currently do to block our own happiness and what habits can we change to reach our personal happiness and looking at the notes Doss, there is a lot to uncover today a lot of uh, deep and meaningful uh, statements. Well you, well, you said to me, and we'll, you know, straight away we'll jump into it. You said to me this morning, like, it's around feeling about self-doubt within yeah. yourself and how you, you've been feeling that a lot and how this could really, like, with this topic, it could intertwine really well. Absolutely. Well, you asked me a couple of days ago when we were talking about, like, what have you been struggling with lately? I said, not much, mate. I'm doing well. <laughs> but um, <laughs> and, no, the, and then you really opened and up. And then I started thinking a bit deep and I thought, yeah, self-doubt is something I'd like to talk about. So we've sort of incorporated a little bit in here. And I think what I've noticed, a lot of people that I've spoken to lately are feeling a similar way. And I mm. think there's just so much to unpack over today's episode. And I think it will really hit home with a lot of people and hopefully make people feel a little bit better about yeah. themselves and, and excited. Like I, I like when people feel energized and excited after listening to us and yep even when we talk amongst ourselves, getting more energetic and up and about and, and sort of ready to go. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, super keen to jump into it. So let's get in, mate. Let's well, start. So like the word happiness, we talk like it gets thrown around a lot. And I guess to us, we've got our own definitions of happiness and what it takes to find that happiness, the daily routines and rituals and, and, and everyone, each and every single person out there, there's something that makes them happy in their own way. Yeah. You know, for me, you know, happiness, I've, I've just written here, you know, no matter what, what's around me, the opinions of others, you know, external factors, it doesn't matter whatever they are. I know I'm my, my most happy, happy when like I'm entirely at peace with my current situation, when I know I can look around me and, and not worry about judgment, not worry about what another person thinks. I'm just happy in right now and yeah. content. That's me. And then, you know, there's obviously things that make me happy, like more tangible things. Yeah, of you course. Know, things yeah. that I do, relationships, people, experiences, like, don't, you know, they bring, you know... Short-term Short-term happiness. happiness. Yeah. But to me, yeah, overall, like, I'm trying to search for this feeling of... And it's, it's fucking hard. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's, it's hard because, you know, and we'll get into why it's so hard. Because there's not... This is the 
biggest thing with happiness and why it's it, it you know it seems like it might be an easy topic to talk about but it's so vast and large that yeah there's no there's no destination exactly. like there, there's no yep my happiness is at a hundred out of a hundred like yeah. you don't know that yeah and that's yeah. why it's important to i guess not judge yourself based on your happiness kind of factor exactly i don't think it's sustainable to be happy all the time either i think and one thing i find with myself i don't know about you but when i'm having a really good run of days of really like happiness and natural highs it tends to crash down Mm. at one point and i'll just out of nowhere for no reason i'll just feel really low and then the self-doubt kicks in for no reason Mm. so that's something i'd like to sort of talk about a little bit later too because you're right like happiness it's it's so hard to even define what it is and how it yeah. feels it's it's difficult and i touched on it last year about this book i was reading um called the power of now which is a spiritual book and it's all about being happy and it's all about being present and mm. he states in the book that you know when you're drunk or when you're that's why alcohol is so addicting drugs are so addicting sex is so addiction addicting all these short-term happiness spurts that put you totally in the present you're not thinking about anything but what's These happening in that moment. Hits of, exactly yeah. it's like being in that moment that's where happiness comes from so for me it's about trying to be in that present moment with, yeah like you touched on before being happy with yourself yeah you know when you're one with yourself and you're really totally self-confident that's when you're happy mm. those that you listed off like the alcohol drug sex whatever it is whatever you're whatever's you're chasing to find that that they'll probably come we haven't written them down but they'll probably come later in you know what you might need to give up to to actually find real absolutely happiness 100%. inside your heart like exactly um and and that is like i've you know i'm starting to slowly open my eyes to you know i've had a big couple of weeks as you know and mm-hmm. opening my eyes to what it might look like to actually you know experience new things yeah and you know do more things by myself exactly, and yeah. and i guess I've never been a person who likes being by myself. I've always distracted myself, whether it's with alcohol, you know, or friends or, you know, whether it's sex or something else. Like, you're trying to, you need that hit of dopamine to go, fuck, like, whereas I, I don't want to be with myself in my own thoughts because yeah. it's going to be, there's probably some stuff in there that I don't want to deal with. Absolutely. It's scary, isn't it? Yeah. It's scary sometimes being with yourself. It is. 100%. So, by the way slightly off topic will james tagged me in something on facebook the other day and it was said uh something to do with australians and their use of the word 100 percent. and he said you about 60 times every podcast so now um, and he's and because i say it we both say it yeah 100 percent. Uh, yeah yeah so 100 uh, percent entertainment <laughs> yeah exactly 100 percent entertainment so anyway going back onto onto topic so that's it mate i'm trying to find that too and i think for a long time we talked about it in one of the episodes earlier on how i was finding my happiness uh in life and those short-term highs and, and that's how i feel right now i feel a lot more in touch with myself mm. it sounds a bit weird almost saying it but i I'm really am content with myself in the relationships that i have mm. and yeah, i feel really good yeah and that's it's really nice to hear that because it does it takes a lot of work on yourself to get to that point yeah and exactly. it takes a lot of uh missing out on things too because you, 100%. you, you know well there there's another hundred percent said it again uh you know, you know, in the moment, in some moments, you want to chase that quick fix. Absolutely. And you know, it's going to feel good in that moment then and there. But long term, you have to think of how you're going to feel. Is, is this going to really make me happy long term? Probably not. If you can grit your teeth and really try and, whether it's even just basic daily routines, if it's a meditation, if it's getting up early, if it's 
flexibility and stretching, if it's running, if it's working out, if it's eating well, you know, if it's journaling, whatever it is. Yeah. Some days you're not going to want to do it, but you know long term it's going to be great for your overall happiness. I'm really happy you said that. That's so true. I think discipline's a huge part of it. Yeah. And I think it all ties in with everything we've talked about so far, like the body image stuff. Mm. Like when you had those low points in your in your life and then you get to a point where you're feeling more confident and things start going for you, then yeah. you can go the other way. You get overconfident. Yeah. We don't we don't have to, but like I just thought of it then like even now like we'll jump into I guess the, the self-doubt of it too. Like when something can you give us a vulnerable experience yourself? I don't know I've got you on the spot, but of when you have probably felt the lowest confidence or the lowest amount of self-doubt. It's probably yeah. That I can't think of it off the top of my head. I think just that that patch in my life we talked about in the second episode we ever did um the body image episode which is everyone's favorite from mm. when, when they get back to us I, I can't give you a specific moment but i just know where i was at i was i had no career plan had no i wasn't playing any sport wasn't in the gym i was very overweight in an unhappy relationship which i got out of i can't even remember all the other things that were going on just really low and then in a very short space of time turn it around a little bit and then got to this sort of one period of my uh, one year period of my life where mm. I was probably overconfident yeah over the top uh and I felt great and I thought it was the best thing ever at the time but now on upon reflection coming back a couple of steps I feel there was just so many parts of my life I was not focusing on I was missing because I was probably so self-absorbed yeah and chasing constant short-term highs mm. I was never you know a little bit drinking but not too much I was never into drugs but it, like, and we'll be on like it's it was the girls like then at that time, wasn't it? Well, at that time, yeah. So that was my little addiction. Chasing women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was my little short term. And but you, but you got through that. Yeah. And like, well, I, I think, and, and some people I think need to go through that too. I, mm. I don't. I, again, I, I don't look at it. I don't regret it. Mm. But I'm glad I grew out of it because I can see how you can get trapped in that forever because it's just short term highs and then lows and it's just up and down, up and down. Mm. And the only way you think you can fix those lows is by finding a short-term high. That was just me. But what about yourself? Did you? What about your lowest point? Uh, I've had probably a couple. I reckon one of mine would have been probably one of one of my lowest points was. And this is when I was pretty young. When I, and this is probably back to the confidence thing too. Is I, I think I've briefly spoken about, it, but I went on school. Like this is when I'd lost all oh, my yeah, weight. Yeah. Went on schoolies. Probably similar to you. I gained this new aura of confidence. Yeah. And was probably a bit of a dick, and yeah. not, and not a not a dick as in like just walk into a room and you know think your own, and not like that. I probably just probably because to my family and my f- close friends and and those that know me pretty well, I've always been a very mannered and you know respectful yeah. um, person, always thinking of the other person, and I probably wasn't that. You feel a bit invincible. Yeah, yeah, and I and I wasn't that, and I remember coming back from schoolies and thinking I was you know top shit, top shit. Yeah. And even then, like new, like new Year's, like it was my first New Year's being eighteen, and I threw my parents were away, and yeah, I threw a big party. Story. You know, I threw a big party while they were away, and it just got out of control. And the next day, like, what have I done? Like, yeah, you know, and and I got in trouble for that. And uh, we, we should do it. We should do an episode on that because uh, a lot, a lot, a lot unfolded that evening. Um, Lots to unpack. But I remember wait that that like so after that I remember being like with my cousin Nathan one night and we went down to Phillip Island. It was like the day after that. And I just, I just remember thinking to myself like tomorrow I'm going to go see my parents. I'm going to get my ass handed to me. Mm. And my dad just said to me how disappointed he was in me. 
and they kind of said to me like mate it was, when you came back from schoolies you're just you were just this different like mate why aren't yeah. you being yourself and i just remember feeling so ashamed of like what like you're an idiot like what yeah. are you like um that's probably one of my lowest points i do understand that and it's growing up too the other thing that i get hard on myself about too which is silly is even just my age sometimes i feel like i got to remind myself that 25 nearly 26 you're 26 mm. uh, nearly 26 but it's so young because mm. i always think oh now i'm like getting closer to 30 like that what am i doing yeah, yeah that scares me but then the other thing too is you're actually we're still a baby baby we're, yeah we're still when that sec i mean yeah. hopefully when that just that only just starting the second quarter of your life mm. So you're right. You're still at the very start, really. Mm. Hopefully, I mean, I, I, we we know we don't take anything for granted. But if you look at it from that view, you know, you, you got to sometimes not be so hard. On I, I reckon that's another podcast episode in itself. Is like, why do we, why do we give so much of our, like, why do we let age consume so consume so much of our hap, unhappy or happiness, and why do we let it? Make us so anxious. Yeah. Well, I think we touched on that on the other ones because yeah. it's it like, is the, the societal expecta- yeah, expectations. expectations that by this age you need this. But then, I mean, I've just given you this this book that you're going to read uh, that we talked about last week. But that gives you a good like it gives you a good rundown of how things are changing. But you got to look back too. Like only, f- I, I can't remember the exact statistic, but it was only thirty or forty years ago. Like the average age to get married was so much lower. And, it, and the further and further you go back in history, it gets lower and lower and lower. So yeah. we're only like yeah. that, that number's increasing, yeah. which means we have more time now because our lifespan's longer now, yeah, which our is great. Yeah, is yeah, greater. Exactly. So you have a little bit more time to, and in your twenties, I think it's a good time to become grounded. You, you should hit the highs. You probably got to go, th- you have to go through the lows, Yeah. but hopefully you come out in that middle ground. Definitely. So just before we move on, we went a bit off track there, didn't we? We did a little but bit. bit. You know, sometimes that's good, mate. Oh, I, I, I agree, mate. But I was just going to say briefly, let's just list off a couple of things that, you know, what happiness does mean to you. Like what's something to, you can actually give the listeners, what makes you happy? It's a better way to put it. Uh, and this is something probably over the last few weeks, I'm going to really, try, well, you know, thinking about it. And then now I'm going to instill it in my lifestyle and my routine, like, some basic things that make me happy. I love getting in the water. Like I yeah. love swimming in the beach, in the ocean. Like it's just something that makes me feel alive. And yeah. I'm probably my most mindful when I'm in there. Like yep. I'm, I'm feeling really present whenever I'm in the water. And when you hit it and get in there, like I just feel really good. Yeah. I'm refreshed and get out and get in the car and put some music on. And I just feel alive. My other one is training, like getting in the gym. Yep. And that's 100%. just something that's been my outlet for as long as seven or eight years lifting weights getting a sweat up and then now there's a sauna in there so get in the sauna as well um That's i good. love that yeah so those two bring me a lot of happiness and then obviously just surrounding myself you know what you know something as simple as now i'm back i'm living back home with my mum and my sister you know watching a funny movie or yeah, just little spending things. some you know quality time together just doing something yeah just doing those little things probably bring me a lot of joy and happiness and then seeing my mates yeah for sure i can relate to i mean for me it's feeling in control and I feel that when I'm in the gym and when I'm running and when I feel fitter. Sometimes mm. I don't feel fitter. I've been eating shit for a week. When I'm eating well, I'm training well mm. with football and, and gym, then I feel really good. And relationships of the people that are closest to me, I, like when they are on track and everything's going well, then I feel really happy. When they're a bit distant, mm. I feel I don't feel well. I don't feel great. You know, mm. I feel like 
something's kind of missing. So they're just a couple of things for me. But let's go into the next point, which is about perception of other people's happiness and potentially being distorted. Mm. This is a really big one. It is big. Oh, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, neither do I. Where it's does just, it come from? Let's well, go from that Well, angle. let's just look at... We're all inside our own little bubble in our own little world. Yeah. And as you open your eyes to... Like, as I've grown a bit... Like, as I'm maturing, getting a bit older, I'm starting to realize that more and more that I've let the opinion of so many other people control my daily living almost to an extent for yeah. probably f- since I was 18. Yeah. Because I've looked like you're going to mention it, but social media, on social media, I have to look a certain way because of online marketing and um, the way the world sells to us Yeah. or the, the big organizations in the world sell to us. I've never got enough. I don't, I don't yeah. have enough stuff. I, I need to, for me to be, to fit in with everyone, I need to have this. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm only at a certain point now in my life where I'm, I've actually really come to the realization that, like so many like such a large pop like number and population of us are are living that way and i'm starting to break through that and realize fuck like how sad is that like that society and the world is has manipulated us to that point where we just feel like we're constantly never enough exactly and i love it i love it and i know you've been to papua new guinea i want to go to a third world country too to get that perspective because Again, referencing the book Factfulness again, I've just given you, you'll see that Australia, I think, is ranked the second richest country in the world. Wow. And that's the thing. We have really, we actually have everything we need. Mm. We definitely have everything we need yep. here. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have everything you, you need. You really, do. To survive. We're not saying that there's no hardship and no... No, definitely not. But in terms of survival, you 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 would have water, you would have food have shelter mm. you'd have electricity because you're listening to a podcast and i get that though but we still always feel like or well, i feel sometimes that i'm behind this is where the self-doubt comes in and that's because again you see things that are happening around you with mm. your friends and family and you're happy for them if they're creating businesses and they're going or they're creating they're creating family yeah yeah, yeah exactly they're creating cre- wealth cre- yeah yeah exactly they're just creating in terms of they could be doing podcasting they could be doing art they could be whatever it is Cre- creating a good physique exactly yeah. whatever it is and you feel like you're behind because okay maybe i'm not married yet or i haven't bought that house yet or don't have that bought- job yet yeah exactly and that's where that distortion comes through because your happiness is different to my happiness mm. we know that but yet with that social media and seeing it all the time and when you follow people that are you want to be like that are influential you feel like you're just not quite on track or you're always that one step behind yeah I'm not sure if you've seen it but there's a really good documentary um, I think it's called like The Minimalist I don't know yeah it's really good well it's on Netflix so you probably haven't but um, (laughs) but why why do we need so much stuff yeah like we don't ha- we don't need all this stuff. For one, it's bad for the environment. Like the amount of stuff, that, like in terms of like you know the we talk about fast fashion or we talk about the way things are made overseas or like I look at everything in this house right now. Like there's so much stuff in here we don't need. Yeah, I've got bloody fucking twenty pairs of undies in my drawer. Uh, like, probably do need that. Well, not twenty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Been saying that I got them all for my birthday and I needed a few more. Yeah, but it's a few holes. Like, and I relate this back to like we 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 never quite have enough, so we're always buying more. Yeah, and 
I saw a video last night of someone that I follow, and he, and he, and this is why I bring this up is in terms of materialistic things, buying things, the tangible objects that um, we want and we need, what we think we need, whether it's shoes, clothes, cars, houses, jewelry, whatever it is. We constantly think we need it because we're being sold the lie that to to get ha- to get to get to where you want to be, you have to get here, and then you yeah. get to there. And then you need to get to a next level. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, to get exactly. to that next level, you need to buy this and get that. Something as simple as there's a new update on your phone or you've got to update your phone to make sure you get all the new... Or else. There's or else. The or else. Or, else or you're missing hacked, out. Or, yeah, you're, or you're missing out, exactly. And, and with the buying of the tangible objects means I need to earn more money. Yeah. So what I'm, what I'm currently doing right now in the lifestyle I'm living isn't acceptable and it's not I'm, oh well I'm not, I'm not earning enough to get to that fuck well now there's more added stress yeah. there's more added pressure there's more anxiety to now what I currently have and what I'm currently doing it's not it's not right I shouldn't not be doing enough. it's not enough yeah it's that whole sense of this one thing's going to change everything this one item's going to make me happy this one person's going to make me happy this one situation's going to make me happy it's always chasing i was talking i'll be happy when i get married yeah i'll be happy when i earn 60k a year like and if you're chasing if you're constantly chasing think about everyone can relate to this if you've chased any time in your life that that's not a happy place no if you're chasing one situation if you're chasing one person a lot of people always chasing somebody that's not giving them the attention Mm. and that if you're always on the back foot and you're always feeling that way, it's just going to lead to anxiety and stress and all these other horrible things because you don't have control. Mm. You're relying on somebody else to make you happy. Yeah. And in this case, relying on that one thing to make you happy. Oh, where have I got it written down? Here we go. And this is on like the next point, but it relates to this. I saw this on a video last night. And it was like Joe. I can't remember who Joe Rogan was talking to, but it was a YouTube video of an old Mark episode. Calloway. Was it? No, it wasn't Mark <laughs> Calloway. I did did love that episode, but they were talking about how. Being able to sit in silence with just yourself and your mind yep. is a superpower. Yeah. And so many of us can't do that because we struggle to be with ourselves. That was my next point. I have this right here. It's, it's our own self-doubt can cloud our views on situations. Yeah. And for me, the more I l- we talk about how great it is to learn everything and be more knowledgeable, you and I are huge in the self-development. I, I always preach it. I think it's the best thing in the world. But the better you get at it, the more things you learn, the more you learn about yourself, the harder it becomes to be with yourself. Mm. And you get so much harder on yourself. Yeah, well, you've got this to li- you've got this expectation on yourself to live up to all these things that you've now learned. Exactly. And it's always it's always got to you've got to compare with yourself. You know, you can't be comparing with the person next to you. Compare with where you were at and where you are now and where you're going. Mm. That's what I always have to tell myself. Don't compare myself with this person, this person, this person. I haven't been on... went on Instagram the other day to... Uh, I saw that. Promote the pod. Yeah. And I uh, was quickly back off it. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually had to watch an Instagram live too. But uh, and then I got off it. And, and then... But I, and I'm glad I'm off it because I don't feel good because I probably... I, I It's my fault, but I, I compare. And then I feel shit. Yeah. And I'm when you go into the real world and you meet people and have real conversations what we're talking about this morning at coffee you feel good everybody feels good and mm. you realize that the little the things that you know the little things are what counts yeah and yeah and that's where social media and the like plays such an important part like the idea of like you're saying if you if you're trying to get to somewhere but someone else is ahead of you well for one you feel behind but secondly you feel like you need to tear their wall down or tear yeah. their building down to get to them which is not the case. No. This like, you, you can still be happy for them. You can still congratulate them. You can still 
show you know praise to them whilst you still build to get to where they are exactly in your time you don't have to rush you don't have to you do it at your time and it shouldn't like the, and this is the sad part too is because you've so many of us feel behind we can begin to get more what's the word um have a sour taste towards other yeah. people yeah and tall poppy syndrome is what you're talking about and that's where when someone's higher than you you try and bring them down but the ones that are at the top and more successful, they're always there to help people at the bottom. They tend to not live in scarcity. They actually help people up. And I think that's that's the problem with tall poppy syndrome. Like you see it all the time. We talk about this on the podcast where you see like an up and coming sports star mm. and everyone gets behind them. And then they finally win. If I'm thinking tennis. They win a championship and then on them, try and bring them down, try and find them flaws in their yeah, the flaws. life. All that kind of shit. I think that's really hard. But I mean, you do you overanalyze situations? Yeah, I probably over overanalyze. Well, I have definitely in the past. I've always overanalyzed my own. I overanalyze my overthinking. Like, yeah. on a, like to put it simply, like yeah, being really open, like I have been about my mental health struggles. Like I've overanalyzed my anxiety so much in the mm. last six months. Yeah. Why am I thinking this way? Why am I anxious? Why am I anxious that I'm anxious? Okay. To me, that's overanalyzing. Um, but then I've always been. I think overanalyzing has its part as well though at times mm-hmm. and that that comes with wanting to be the best in whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. So, you know, overanalyzing could be going above and beyond to count your calories Yeah. to to get the body you want. Like that's overanalyzing to some. Like I'm overanalyzing to the extreme because I want I want to achieve There's a goal, X. yeah. But it, it can probably be more of a negative at times overanalyzing, you know, you know, for I'm trying to think over analyzing my current career status be going back to what we've spoken about but well i need to do this to get to this to get to that gee i'm not on track shit now now i'm feeling funny now i'm it's feeling looking too far forward yeah i'm looking too far ahead so i probably don't I'm, I'm trying to get better better at just being present yeah and being happy with the present moment exactly that's the key i think um well i think that ties in nicely to the next point which is what are we currently doing that block that blocks our unhappiness? Mm. I think overanalyzing for me, not saying you, but for me is one of them. Sometimes by overanalyzing certain situations and things that I'm doing, it blocks my own, you know, blocks me to get to where I yeah. need to go because yep. it's time wasting. Mm. It, it's wasting time thinking about something you should just move on from rather than, okay, learn from it, let's go on to the next thing or let's push or learn from that and move on. What are some other things that you find block your happiness yeah probably procrastination that's my biggest one yeah that being like on my phone constantly searching for like constantly searching for something that i don't even need to search for it yeah i'm trying to i don't even know what i'm looking for but i'm trying to pretend i'm busy yourself yeah Yeah. so procrastination is my biggest one and and that that's my phone like last week and everyone else listening probably gets it if you've got an iphone but when you get the notification the end of the week saying your screen time average for That's horrible isn't it mine last week was like five and a half hours per day average yeah. mind you like you know a spotify i listen to a lot of music in the car so i don't lock my phone yeah it'll be at work or other things <laughs> now nah, well, there's probably a few other things that i use it for yeah but when i saw that i was just kind of embarrassed i was like oh my god like and and i know when i'm on my phone too much and i've been on my phone way too much at mm. the moment so procrastination's one and and with that comes another one of mine, which is constantly searching for something to do. So like I've 
probably a bit, deep down, I'm probably a bit afraid to be with myself in reality. Mm. So I'm like, hey, boys, what are you doing this weekend? Hey, yeah, you want to get, get a beer? Like, and then that leads to what we spoke about at the very beginning. Leads to... Short-term highs. Well, short-term, short-term highs. Going, having a beer with someone is great. But yeah, I know... six hours in on the sesh. Yeah, but we all know, like... I, I know I don't want to feel terrible tomorrow. Mm. But r- right now, tonight, I'm, I'm, well, I'm putting everything else aside. And I, it's not like that I'm suppressing anything crazy. But I'm putting probably what I really do want in the future aside for right now because it's an easy thing to pick. It's mm. an easy option to choose. There's a time and place for it, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. What about yourself? What are some other ones for you? Well, self-doubt, 100%. So sometimes I look at where I'm going and I have a great picture of my end, like the end in Your mind. vision. Yeah. yeah, my vision. And I think, great. And then I work back, how do I get there? These are the steps I need to take. We're talking in the car about some of the things before that I'm trying to do to change my life, to get another step closer to that dream life, which... In reality, it's going really well. But then there's always that fear and that fear comes from self-doubt. What if, what if, what if? Yeah, having self-doubt sucks. And it's even harder, I find, when someone else believes in you. Because I've got a few people in my life that really do believe in me and I'm so grateful for that. But when you're feeling low and you need that that help or you need that uh, validation and you're going in the right yeah. place, yeah, it can be a tough spot, mate. It can be hard to actually accept that when you're mm. not feeling great. Uh, so that's one for me. The other thing that I really think, and this isn't necessarily for me, it's a little bit off track, but I think more generally what blocks people is the resilience factor. We talked about this before. Listened to a great podcast this week, and I've mentioned it before because I love my sport, the Howie Games. Mm-hmm. And uh, Howie himself got interviewed, and if you're into sport, listen to it because it was just it was probably his best episode ever, just hearing about his how he got to where he got to. But he talks at the end about resilience because the question asked of him is what is a bit of advice you'd give to your own children? And he talks about resilience. He says at school they learn what resilience means, the definition, but they're not shown any practical examples of it. So mm. everybody gets a, a medal if you run a race and you know first, second, third, fourth, fifth, everybody is equal. You know, Cutting things out of sport like scoring, no winners, no losers... All that kind of stuff, I understand people that probably think that's a great thing. And mind you, the people that make those rules tend to have never played sport in their life. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is once you get to a certain age and you're older, then everything becomes competitive. comes back to this self-doubt, comes back to comparison. But sooner or later, we all are going to be competing with each other for jobs, for business, for places on sports teams, for positions in whatever your activities are relationships yeah more anything exactly and the thing about is rejection sucks losing sucks getting no suck but everyone that's successful in all the books that i read they get so many no's and they get so many failures but they learn from it and they bounce back and sometimes they bounce back 80 times 100 Mm. times like they get all these no's and i would think gee i don't think i'd have thick skin to cop rejection after rejection after rejection yeah but the resilience factor because they believe gets them to that place so I just really think... Super powerful, that. Yeah, yeah, I just think resilience, like that just really spoke to me. It's it's important to be resilient. It's important to accept losing sometimes and accept failure and work on it to get to that ultimate happiness. Definitely. I I think back to like when... Oh, I, clear as day, I remember it. House sports, like at primary yeah. school. I was in greenhouse. Good colour. Looked good on me, actually. I did it. Yeah, it did. And uh, I think I was wearing a bucket hat. 
mm-hmm. you know, and it was a, like a 50 meter sprint, 50 meter sprint oval. And there's, cr- the, you know, all the kids are lined up on yeah. the side in their house colors. And it was our year levels turn, the houses. And I got up and representing the green and sprinting. And I, and I finished, I think I finished third. Mm-hmm. Good effort. Yep. Out of say five or six. And I remember getting a, a ribbon, like a mm-hmm. third place ribbon. Then they gave a fourth place ribbon to the fourth. Mm-hmm. Then they gave a fifth place ribbon to fifth. And then they gave a sixth place ribbon to sixth, mm-hmm. which is great. Everyone's got a ribbon. You don't, you know, no one misses out, obviously. I probably wasn't thinking this now, but I look back now and I go, it doesn't matter if I came first, second, third. We were all the same that day mm. because everyone got given that a ribbon mm-hmm. and everyone got a tap on the back, which... You know, to a kid, that is a big thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. but, we look, but when you, when you look long term, like when I wasn't in under 18s, when I when all my teammates got picked to play in our grand final, and I was an emergency and I didn't get to get a medal, and I had to watch all my mates go up on the podium get a medal. Yeah, when I'd worked my ass off, but to be told no, you're not in the team. Like if I hadn't been through a few hardships along that way and been told no. I can't imagine what I'd... I, I was cut. Like, I was yeah, so shattered. But if you don't... Like, if every kid expects to just be picked, you know, every time, you know, it's going to be... There's going to come some some moments later on in their life when they're not going to be able to survive. Well, that's what I think. Be- like, how can you possibly... How can people possibly get by when they've never experienced it and then suddenly something comes up in their life that actually is important what what, what about what, what about when a family member dies yeah something crazy something major something huge some uh, a trauma that you would never want but the f- because they've always had everything we've had everything that we've wanted we've never experienced hardship we've never experienced real pain and loss and defeat something like this happens for some they can't turn back mm and as much as in that moment you think you're doing the right thing by making it better now, putting the band-aid on now, you've got to think long-term. Absolutely. I think if you don't embrace it, it becomes... Because people spiral out of control when they when they get that hard rejection they've never experienced before and they think, well, that's it now. Now I've got nothing and everything I worked for is gone and there is no second chance. Mm. But if you learn resilience and you understand resilience, the more second chance, second, third, fourth, fifth chance, and when you... You know, you understand that a knockback is just... It's just a step back. It's one step back, two steps mm. forward. Almost like trying to make... And I'm... Like I was doing... I was just watching YouTube last night. And another video was about... Well, something that came up was... Make rejection your best friend. Yeah, 100%. As, as, as horrible as it is it, at it, times. Exactly. But Make it your best friend because... Well, for one, you, your confidence over time... And your resilience... Is just going to hit an absolute peak where... Whether it's business, whether it's dating and asking girls out, whether it's, you know, sport, no, no matter what it is, you're going to go to any situation. If you get knocked back, you, for, well, you're not going to take it personally. So your feelings aren't going to be hurt. If I'm, if I'm being, if my emotions are being dictated by the decision of someone else, well, I'm basically giving them the cards. Like, Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm not controlling anything. Yeah. Like, I'm giving them the power. Absolutely. So they make the decision. They get to choose whether they're going to hire me or not. And if they don't hire me and I've taken that to heart, well, fuck, I've let them have the power. Absolutely. But imagine if, if everybody just, 
if we always gave up after one go, imagine where the world would be. We yeah. never progress anywhere. No. And I think, and I understand that it's a huge argument, and I understand that people believe entirely in you know everyone being equal and Fair. all that kind of stuff. And I get that. I understand where they're coming from, but at the same time, I just think you know the resilience factor is so so important. It's that I, I don't even know who said it, but it was. I don't, I don't want to misquote, but it's that famous saying, you know, I either win or I learn. Mm. Was it Michael Jordan? I don't know. I don't know who said it. Maybe it's even... Yeah. Michael Jackson, maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Either win or I learn. And I think it's it sounds kind of cheesy and it's hard to embrace totally, but mm. it's so true. Like, I was looking at... I was reading books about the stock market. I'm sorry to bring it up again, but I was reading this book and the author, she was saying that, you know, there's days where I lost all this money. And like, for people reading the book, you go, shit, if I lost <laughs> all this money in one day, I'd be done. Like, there's no way. But... It's bouncing back. It's learning, and it's under, it's not dwelling on it. It's mm. learning and coming back and working out where that mistake was to move forward. And everything in my life that I've I feel that I've succeeded at, if I look closely enough, there's failures, heaps of failures before that point of reaching yeah. that quote unquote success. Obviously, everything we've discussed has been more about what what affects you wanting to become happy. So, mm. what's stopping me from from me becoming happy? What are those? blockers that that aren't let me through like we've we've touched on them what about some things i guess things that we can change now something that the listeners can go actually you know what like it, that sounds pretty basic that's pretty normal actually i've actually thought of that that sounds pretty easy like let's talk about the things give me your things that we can walk away and go like this is going to help me reach my optimal optimal happiness yeah, mate. So for me, I hope this doesn't sound too harsh, but this is just for me to find my happiness. This kind of really helps me. So first thing is to challenge myself, leave comfort zone as much as possible. That's something I'd recommend. We've talked about it before. So whatever that means, just sometimes searching for just that thing that gives you that little bit of angst, not bad anxiety, yeah. but just that little bit of a bit, bit of nervous pressure. Exactly. But you feel like you're in control gaining something from there um the other thing too searching for real feedback from your friends family partner colleagues you know between the eyes kind of feedback to let you know and that scares people because mm. sometimes you'll find out some harsh truths mm. of where you can improve but by knowing that information actually really helps you to keep moving forward like you without that knowledge you're pretty naive and you mm. think everything's good but it could be something you're doing that's letting a team down or letting people down yeah. a relationship down so asking for that is something, you know, a little bit of tough love. I think we we're talking about this this morning too. It's like we've lost it a bit. And it mm. sort of goes back to that thing we we're talking about earlier with everyone. It's how, it's how we're raising our kids now. Yeah, it's like sometimes you just need to be told like, how it is. Yeah, like ra wrapping any situation, wrapping it up in cotton wool and kind of ignoring yeah. what's really the issue. Like it's easy to do, but it's going to create more and more real worrying signs later on down the track. Exactly. And I mean, the other point I have here is accepting bad moments and bad days they come they come mm, they're like always going to be there mm. but it's that attitude it's how you bounce back so yes you can let yourself i'm all for it like self-love acknowledge it yeah, yeah let yourself feel crap if you have to acknowledge it and and have that time with yourself and feel it it's one step back two steps forward it's how do you bounce back the next day or the next week or the next month mm. so when adversity comes it's how you handle it yeah and, and it's not sitting you know on the couch feeling sorry for yourself eating junk food mm. You know, it's okay to maybe do that one day, but not if something bad's happened to you, it's not poor me, poor me for a week or two exactly. weeks. You know, it's okay to have that day or two. You know in your right mind 
what you need to do now, like mm. what the next step is. Yeah, use that. Use that as that stepping stone, that, that block to bounce off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. What about yourself? What have you got? I haven't got it. Like, I've got a few, but more basic things that we can do to to kind of avoid those things that make us unhappy. Mm. Um, and to, these are just basic kind of principles that I know that help me like break through that barrier of frustration, cloudiness, like just, you know, grumpiness, mm. just those days when you, like even I said to you just before, like I must have had a shock and sleep last night. And yeah. I will be honest, I was watching Netflix till like pretty late. Yeah. So it was like, I've just got this brain fog, this tiredness and it's not a sleepy tiredness. It's just that yuck tiredness. Mm. You know, what, what are the things I love? One of those is, one of the things is do more of what I love. So we talked, I was, you know, I shared earlier, like the gym is something that I just really love. So if I'm, I know I'm feeling that way and I can sense that I'm off like that day, I know that getting in the gym and doing a workout and having a sauna is going to at least help me feel better that yeah. day. One of the other big ones, and like we've spoke about, is the old habits. You know, mm. when short term, the short term satisfaction, that searching for that, you know, short term gratification, what, what's going to bring me happiness in this moment now, the alcohol, drugs, etc etc one of the biggest things for me is it's embracing the morning and becoming a morning person yeah like that's that that, like it's basic but it's one of mine that's and i struggle with it some days but like you know majority of the time my goal is i want to be up at you know 5 5 15 5 30 getting to the gym starting my day off right you know i haven't been doing it as much as i would like but you know my morning routine would be you know meditating um, drinking a liter of water stretching a bit of flexibility and mobility work um, taking my vitamins and whatnot. So I know if I'm if I've got that clear structure in the morning, my day is just going to propel into at least I know I'll be happy during the day, or I'll be able to maintain some form of yeah. you know living in a good way. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, oh, I've got written down exercise, so I've kind of spoken about that. And then I got this last night from like a video YouTubing, and like it was master a skill that you've used to love. And you don't do it much anymore or, or or what's a skill you'd love to do and actually take the time schedule out the time to master it because like what we have said we are constantly distracting ourselves and whether it be our phones or or you know wanting to reach out to other people you know to avoid the reality of the situation actually picking something and knowing all right no i'm going to get good at this and dedicating the time and the energy to actually, you know, honing in on a craft, essentially. Yeah. You know, it could be painting, it could be drawing, it could be guitar, it could be it could be running, it yeah. could be singing, or whatever it is. Um, photography, videography. If you know that you enjoy something, knitting, whatever it is, dancing, but you, can f- you know that you've gone away from it for a long time, by going back to it, it's actually going to give you something to... Well, for one, you're going to be improving you know, your, your, your skill set, um, it's going to bring you happiness and it's going to distract you from all those other situations that I get sucked into, mm. looking at my phone, going out, trying to organize a catch up with a mate when I don't really need to, like yeah. trying to keep my mind busy, but also stimulating it at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. I think they're, they're simple things, really good. I, I mean, we've talked about it before, you know, the morning routines, the exercise, I really can relate to that. When I'm 
it's funny because you get caught in a trap with exercise like when you don't feel like doing it yeah that's so hard to do it but once you do it you you feel great Mm. and i love that like that getting that sweat up i think Mm. it's so important well and the skill thing sorry you go i was just gonna say like we talk about the dopamine hit with all those other substances you get a bigger dopamine hit when you exercise 100 percent. but because it it involves discomfort yeah like and you got to push through some pain on the other side of that you know we, we, we forget on the other side of that it's going to feel good exactly yeah. exactly well mate i think that's it for today i think that was really i reckon good. i reckon it is anything else you want to get off your chest uh no not too much mate obviously today was a bit more um structured around getting some really good educational content as you know not as much as the laughing as we did last yeah. week but no i reckon that's probably about it and uh, I think going forward, you know, we're really excited about, you know, get, getting our guests on in the coming weeks. And, mm. you know, we've teased that every bloody week. And, and they're probably we, thinking, they're, they're, they're bullshitting us. Well, we took big steps this morning, but yeah. we're not going to say any more because we'll keep falling into the same trap. So, yeah. just wait. Yeah, just they're, wait. They're but other than that, mate, I reckon that wraps us up. I reckon we're going to enjoy a sausage roll now. All right, sounds good. All right. See ya. See you, mate.